0: Tony, this week, we're going to talk about 10 retirement readiness questions. Are you ready for retirement, Tony? Um, I was told there would be no math.
1: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for tuning in to us this week. Paladin Financial Talk. We have a lovely show today. We're going to talk about 10 retirement readiness questions that you should Consider and make sure that you have some pretty darn good answers for. And i um, very psyched up about this. Uh, we had uh, an opportunity, Tony and I, to see each other out in the wild around other human beings <laughs> last yeah, night. That which was, was fun. A, always a, a treat. Yes. Yeah, we had <laughs> a treat.
1: Um, you You were trying to look for the right <laughs> word and still be somewhat complimentary. The, the first honest. one
0: that came to mind was trick, but treat, you know, we're moving into Halloween here. <laughs> But yeah, I had uh, two conferences that I was at this week and Tony, I think you you were at one of those Yeah, and always uh, good to get out there and sharpen the pencil and uh, talked about the market and the economy, inflation, and there were pie charts and lots of nerds. It was, it was a wonderful time. Well, it was was basically
1: a conflagration of a lot of different uh, financial advisors and some of the top advisors uh, from around the country were there to discuss um, financial planning, retirement income planning, uh, a lot of the stuff uh, that you do. And I know that uh, they always look to you as as for wisdom as well. And they had some uh, great speakers there. So uh, it's always good to sharpen the pencil, so to speak, and and be updated on all that. Uh, you know, you're the expert here. A lot of it goes over my head, but uh, it was fascinating to, to listen to uh, what everyone had to say about kind of where we're headed. And I love the fact that you're constantly uh keeping up with what's going on out there and what other people are doing. So uh that's really important.
0: Yeah, and things are always changing. Our lives are always changing. So picture that as a plate that's spinning and you have the world around us that's changing and taxes and the market, inflation and budget or no budget and all this n- nonsense. So we want to make sure that those uh, discs, if you will, are in, in proper alignment. Um, but yeah, we're, we're excited to talk about this. And the, the concept here is as we go through these 10 questions and we've talked about if you listen to our have been listening to our pad- podcast for some time, we've had a few different segments where we've talked about the concept of retirement readiness, just taking a little bit of a different approach here today and 10 questions that you want to be able to ask yourself and have good, confident answers on all of these. And if you don't make sure that you're getting some help with these, you're sharpening your pencil, um, come in, see us if you'd like for a complimentary second opinion on your plan. And you'll have confident answers with each of these questions that we'll go through. That's a big part of what we do for folks that come in to see us, but also for our clients as well. So we're going to go through these fairly quickly. Um, if you are not a podcast warrior and haven't figured this out yet, I'm not suggesting you would do this on our podcast, but I know when I listen to podcasts, you have the opportunity in there. Uh, I use the, uh, the purple podcast icon uh, icon on my, my iPhone. But as you're listening to podcasts in the lower left-hand corner, you can click it and have it speed up or slow down the the speaker. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) don't do that on ours. So you're going to so call us in.
1: (laughs) We sound like chipmunks. I don't
0: know. Yeah. yeah. No, I do. I do like doing that as I listen to a lot of podcasts and I do it one and a half times to move it along quickly. But um, yeah, the first question we'll talk about here today. And we talk about this over and over and over again on our show. Extremely important. It's the foundation of all the work that we do for our clients is do you have a plan? So do you have a plan for all the areas we're going to talk about today and then some, but as you prepare for retirement, making sure you've put some thought into that and it's not just rattling out in your head Is that plan written down? And as you know, as we talked about those two plates spinning, spinning those two disks, your life is changing, and the world around us is changing, and the market and all that fun stuff. So you got to make sure that your plan is being updated on a regular basis. And what does regular mean? Well, that might be once a quarter. It might be twice a year, once a year. It's not every five years or every 10 years. So sometimes we meet with folks and yeah, my, my advisor put together a plan for me when I started working with them seven years ago. Gee, nothing's changed since then. So we (laughs) want to make sure that that's updated regularly. That's what we do for our clients. Um, because you want to stay on top of all the, the things that happen along the way. So that's number one. Do you have a plan? Question number two, does your plan address how to maximize social security? And bonus add-on there, if you have a pension, does your plan address how to maximize your pension as well? And we talk a lot about social security and pensions on our show. Um, I met with uh, a couple today, uh, relatively new clients with us. And we had laid out in our first uh, plan implementation meeting here about six months ago, the plan for social security and uh, gentleman he had already filed for his social security and his uh, spouse was waiting uh, we were planning on waiting until next year sometime to start collecting her social security and we sit down and we get caught up on things and he had shared with me that she now plans on taking hers here in two months and i said well, wait a minute back up what's changed walk through that again and oh yeah We're, that that's good we want to stick with the plan that you had recommended so there's a lot of moving parts with social security and making sure you're optimizing that you know what strategies apply to you how do you minimize taxes on your social security income not doing what your neighbor, your uncle, your brother, your mom, your dad did, because that might not be applicable to your situation. That's a big part of what we do for our clients as well.
1: Well, I think that's huge. And so obviously, Social Security is the foundation of retirement, as you've often said. And there are a lot of changes that happen all the time to Social Security. And there's more to it than just, oh, you know, when I retire, I'm going to start collecting Social Security. It's not quite that easy. If you plan ahead, you can really uh, save a lot and and maximize that social security. And you want to do that. And everybody's situation is different. And that's why it's so important to have that report run, uh, that takes into account your personal situation. Uh, I've had that social security maximization report run for me, and I think it's fantastic. So, uh, that's one thing you can offer our listeners. And if they're interested in that, they can just uh, give you a call or uh, check out the website and, and set up a consultation that way. Correct
0: exactly yes you can visit us online our website is financial paladin that's p-a-l-a-d-i-n.com go out there learn a little bit more about what we do how we help our clients and how we might be able to help you or a family member if you're uh, looking into helping them out as well and also call us our number is 651-842-8406 And the idea is let's sit down either in our conference room or virtually through zoom and uh, get to know you a little bit and provide you with that complimentary second opinion on your plan and make sure you're being able to say yes to all these questions that we were talking about here today. So So what's the next one? Next question is what will happen if your spouse passes away? So while, while you're still here, uh, you're both still here. And we talk about this in our seminars that we do on social security as an example is planning ahead. We don't know when we're not going to be here and making the best decisions we can now to optimize things, not only for us, but for our spouses as well, our kids in the future and um, making sure you're planning ahead for that. So social security is one common example there. What's going to happen to your social security income. What about asset transfer? So how are your accounts structured today? Do you have proper beneficiaries on those? So your spouse, uh, takes over steps in your shoes if that's what you want or if not making sure that's not the default that's going to happen by things going through probate because you don't have a properly designated beneficiary when we, we want to avoid that so knowing how assets are going to transfer uh, from one spouse to another and when that new spouse takes over that account it's now in their name we often see people forget to update their beneficiaries on their accounts to reflect I now need to label who is going to be the next in line to inherit these assets and maybe that's changed again since the last time you updated your beneficiaries 10 years ago when you started your retirement plan at work or whatever it might have been so making sure that's up to date Uh, income taxes are an important consideration there as well when spouse passes uh, time goes by you're now a single filing taxpayer what will that look like what do you need to change in order to make sure that you're minimizing your taxes under that new environment going forward. And we want to be there as for our clients and anyone that needs help with this is there's a lot of things. There are a lot of things that you have to navigate when a spouse passes away, making sure you have a trusted advisor in place that can help you make good decisions that in some situations you cannot undo, uh, down the road. So make good decisions and plan ahead for all of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, some of these are tough topics that people kind of put them off because they don't like to think about them. Uh, but you really do need a plan in place and and need to ask these important
0: questions, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, It's very important. Yeah.
1: What's next?
0: Well, inflation, I mentioned, Uh, I was at a couple of conferences this week and the big I word came up a number of different times there. And We've seen, we all heard examples, we've experienced examples right now where there's shortages and costs are going up left and right. I won't quote a bunch of statistics on that, but some of it is amazing how much uh, prices have increased, but things will level off. Um, Our expectation is we're not going to see what we're seeing this year continuing for a number of years. It's going to level off as the, the old supply chain gets back to work, if you will. Um, but we want to have a plan in our portfolio, in our retirement plan, to address the impact of inflation. And a quick example of this is: let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank in cash. Okay, and now interest rates—you're not going to get this nowadays. But let's say you're, you've got a hundred thousand uh, and they're paying you one percent by sitting that, letting that sit in your savings account. Well, if that's a taxable account, an after-tax account. At the end of the year, you earn hundred $1,000 interest, but what's the bank going to do? They're going to send you a tax bill, they are gonna report that to the IRS, and you now owe income taxes on that $1,000 of interest that you earned during the year. To keep a, a simple example, let's say you have 15% in federal and 5% in state taxes, so 20% taxes comes out of that $1,000 that you earned, So you really only gain $800 on the statement. So if you look at the beginning of the year, you started with 100,000. At the end of the year, it shows $100,800. Well, a year from now, if inflation levels off and we get down more to normal times, let's say inflation over the next year is 3%. Well, ignoring any growth on the money, if you have $100,000 today, it's worth 3% less a year from now. 3% 3% hmm. off of 100000 is what? 97000 So you have in, in future dollars, you have $97,000 at that point, plus the $800 that you earned over the year. You're at 97800 You didn't see the value of your asset go down. You saw it go up slightly, but its buying power, what it's really worth, right. is decreased by roughly 3%, Yikes. a little under 3%. Yeah. Well, if you add that on top of more money, on top of more money, and you know, in not one year but three years, but five years, is you're you're going broke safely? We've got to keep pace with inflation over time, and be aware of the risks that we're Which taking. Which has just
1: become a little tougher because of <laughs> yes, gas prices going up, lumber prices going up, everything. Grocery store eggs, I noticed, shot up like they yeah. doubled in in uh, one store that we were in. It's like that's interesting. So. Um, yeah. And it's, again, there's supply issues left over from, you know, the, the shutdown and the lockdown. So, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a hot topic right now because people are really yeah.
0: starting to impact people. Look well, look in this and a couple other examples here. It, let's, let's say inflation over this coming year is 5%. If I told you, you have a hundred thousand dollars today you come back a year from now, you're going to have $95,000, but I've kept that money safe for you during that period of time. Well, that's, it's still gone backwards yeah, because of uh, inflation. I was Yeah. 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 I was, uh, <laughs> I'm reminded of, uh, drug dealers in this, you know, one of the biggest problems drug dealers have is in, in rats and them chewing through their, their money <laughs> that they hide here, there and everywhere. If you've never seen the show Narcos, it's not, uh, um, and yeah, that's a real thing yeah, I've heard. I saw sh- a show on that, That <laughs>
1: actually that's one of the number one concerns. Not that we should care about, uh, feel sorry for, uh, drug dealers, but no, I have no idea why that yeah. <laughs> popped in there. So we'll,
0: we'll keep moving on,
1: <laughs> but it is funny. I mean, that is interesting. Your money, you know, you can't put it under the mattress. There are other problems there. It's going to deteriorate one way or the other is your point, I yeah. think.
0: <laughs> I think I don't know it's a,
1: I'm grasping uh, but I'm sir. hoping I'm hoping that's um, where you were
0: headed <laughs> quick question number five how is your plan addressing tax minimization what do you mean and by tax minimization trying to pay as m- as few taxes as you legally uh, can. minimizing so, the tax burden your tax burden Got yes it. yes And I always ask people as we meet with them as part of our second opinion process, one of the questions we ask is, what do you think is going to happen with taxes in the future? And, everyone says taxes are going to yep. go up. And the reason I asked that question is we want to be aware of that because I'll often show them, here's what's going to happen if you don't do anything based on the track that you're on right now. If we're in agreement, taxes are going to go up, which no one can guarantee, but I'll bet money on sure. that. What do you do about that today? Because the tax law that we have in place right now, number one, if there aren't any changes, if you take all the political back and forth right now out of the picture, the tax law that we have today is going to expire at the end of 2025. And at that point, taxes will go up. So given with the cards that we've been dealt today, we know that's going to happen in the future. But on top of that, we have trillions and gazillions of dollars that is being floated out there to, to help people, you know, through all the stuff that we're going on, whether it's right or wrong, that's what's occurring. And that is going to add to that tax burden down the road. So how are you going to control what you can control other than through your vote? What can you do about what is taxable today versus down the road?
1: Well, and that's a really good one. Everybody wants to minimize their tax burden, but if you don't have a plan going forward and you're just looking back at the past year's taxes, filing your tax returns and not really looking at the impact of, you know, What your your investments or your savings, your retirement uh, funds and uh, income—that's huge, and I think that's really important as well. And I'm glad you look at the big picture and work alongside CPAs to really accomplish that for your uh, clients. I think that's important to note. So, what's the? I think we're on number six. What's the the next retirement readiness question we need to ask?
0: How is your plan going to address the cost of long-term care? Mm. And many people are concerned about this as healthcare costs in general keep climbing, but we're also living longer. So that's hence the need for long term care. And your options in general are go broke and the state pays for it, or B you have enough assets where you can pay for some of it, but you're going to drain down your assets over time paying for that care. And there's going to be less that might be inherited by kids or grandkids, which may or may not be important to you. And the third is you have enough assets to self-insure and there's some risk with that, but you have enough assets in general to be able to weather that long-term care expense storm over time. So, One of the things that we help people to understand is which of those three categories am I likely to fall in based on the resources that I have today and what are my options based on that to best plan ahead for that and navigating the ins and outs of that is very important. You know, do I need long-term care insurance or i heard I shouldn't have it? We'll help you to understand what your options and trade-offs are with that, but you want to have a plan that address that and you're thinking about those things before it's too late.
1: Yeah, that's huge. That's a big question right there. And uh long-term care, they say about 2 out of 3 uh people will need long-term care and the costs have just gone sky high.
0: Some places are as much as $12,000 a month. <laughs> This is twice, Tony, in the last several months that Meatloaf has made it into our podcast. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh, eh? two, out of, eh? two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Little Meatloaf re- reference. <laughs> oh, God, Jeff. Wow. Moving on. Wow. <laughs> I'm on fire today, yeah, Tony. Yeah, you went
1: right to Meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf and drug dealers. We need to, we need to, I think you need a cup of coffee that's what you need. Um, <laughs> no, I had too many. Okay, we got uh, we we're on number 7.
0: What what's that number one? Number 7. Yeah. So a fun fact when I go to conferences, I don't do well sitting still, so I end up drinking a lot of coffee and then <laughs> here's what we have. So, yeah, number 7, how does your plan balance risk and return? And there are, when we say the word risk, there are different risks. The natural one that everyone focuses on and we all ju- want to jump to immediately is market risk, but it's not just market risk. We talked about inflation. We have political risks. We have income taxes, all these different things that can impact what will happen to the net value of our things over time, but we want to balance in general market risk and the returns that we're getting. So if I meet with someone and they made, you know, 15% return over the past year, but they took twice the volatility twice the risk than the overall stock market, I would say that's not a good trade off. No. So we, we want to balance that risk in return, but we want to step back. And you max- mentioned the term, the big picture a little bit ago. I use the analogy of, of, of a magnifying glass versus the, the telescope. We want to step back a little bit and look at your big picture, look at your financial plan, look at your estate plan, look at your income taxes, make sure that we're looking at all of those things. And we're taking the right amount of risk based on what you can afford and when you need to take income from your assets in good times and in bad. So that's part of what we'll look at for you through our second opinion process.
1: Well, that's a good one. Uh, How about the next question we need to know to be ready for retirement?
0: Yeah. Uh, Number eight is, does your plan provide flexibility in the event of a market correction or some other unforeseen event? So for example, let's say you're five years from retirement, you plan on retiring in five years, your employer notifies you today, that's not our plan. And you're now leaving the workforce sooner than you planned at probably your highest income and you want five more years of that high income, and it's more of a challenge to go back out in the workplace and get a job somewhere else, making what you were making today with your employer that you've been with for 10 years. That would be an unforeseen event. What if your spouse passes away, how do you deal with that? Uh, What kind of impact will that have on your your income, your tax deductions, and so forth? What if the market corrects 20% tomorrow over the next six months? what are you going to do today? And how do you have flexibility to, uh, turn that around as much as possible and make sure that you're going to be okay. So that's part of what we can. And even smaller
1: things can impact the market. I mean, we've seen market volatility lately because somebody in China sneezed, right. Or, you know, (laughs) a company, a company in China defaults or says they might go bankrupt one company and the markets drop. So Uh, it is interesting. And and you never know what unforeseen event could happen. I mean, we had COVID, uh, we had the 2008 uh, recession, and then the markets have just been going up and up and up, which is good. But uh, there could be a correction, like you say, and you need to have a plan in place. And I think that's,
0: that's great. Uh, What's the next question you have for us? Number nine is how does your plan address healthcare costs? And we talked about this a little bit with long-term care costs, but if inflation levels out and we're at our normal two to 3%, well, that's overall inflation. Healthcare costs might be eight, 10%. And if your plan isn't staying on pace with what you're going to need to pay for healthcare expenses over time, that is an issue. So same concept with long-term care is what do I, what do I do about this today to make sure I have enough later to cover those healthcare cost healthcare costs, Medicare, what about Medicare supplements? Those are all things that we can help you to navigate. That's a very important consideration. It's one of your biggest expenses. Our final question is how does your plan address legacy and wealth transition? And think of legacy and estate planning are really two different things. And I sometimes mingle the two together, but legacy is more of an emotional impact and what you're passing on and your stories and, you know, mementos and your, who you are as a person passing that on to whoever is important in your life, your kids or grandkids, whoever charities, perhaps that's your legacy. The, the estate planning side of it is what are the documents, the instruments that are going to be used to properly convey and pass on your financial resources to those people that you love, you care about, charities, and so forth. So we want to look at both sides of that, the emotional side, but the financial side, the, the estate planning instruments that are used to that for that. Do you have an estate plan in place? Is it up to date? Um, met with another couple recently, also new clients, their, uh, attorney had passed away and they've moved and we want to make sure that they're reengaged with someone now to make sure that plan is stays on track and the new attorney is on the same page with that going forward. So, uh, those are, those are all important questions. So we talked about this is going to be 10 retirement readiness questions and Tony's surprise for you that we've got a oh, bonus question. A bonus question. Not quite. Is yes, it related yes, to I pizza know. in any way?
1: No. No. Okay. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> it's
0: All right. not, not, not quite, not quite a baker's dozen. Right. We're up to 11 now, but our last one is how does your plan address creating retirement income? And if you draw a line on a piece of paper, And you have a line going across the top or halfway through the page. That's your retirement income goal in retirement. That's how much income you need, whatever that is a month. You have social security is going to help you get part of the way there. If you're fortunate and have a pension, that will get you part of the way there. Um, And maybe you're over that line at that point. But do you need to use your assets to fill in that income gap, the shortfall between your social security and pension and your income goal that's perhaps higher? How are you going to create that income over time and do that in a way to maximize your assets and make sure you're getting the most out of that? That's a, a big part of what we do for our clients. And we talked to the first question was do you have a plan for all of our clients? They have a written retirement plan, an income plan a spend-down strategy, how do we best use your resources to create that retirement income and optimize what you have to make sure you have peace of mind and you have enough income to get you through retirement. So those are all things that we can help you with. We encourage you to to give us a call and schedule your complimentary second opinion. You can give us a call at 651-842-8406. Visit us online at financialpaladin.com. If you haven't, if you've listened to our podcast, uh, please take a moment on your podcast app, scroll down, uh, rate our podcast. We'd appreciate the feedback and we want to share all of these ideas with as many people as possible and we appreciate that opportunity.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk.